Thanks for listening to the Best of Coast to Coast podcast. And if you want to hear more than just this highlight from the show, become a Coast Insider and you can listen to the complete program, plus recent episodes about out-of-body experiences, the scientific search for extraterrestrial life, and biblical prophecies, which may have foretold our current state of global turmoil. So head on over to coasttocoastam.com and sign up for Coast Insider to catch up on what you may have missed from coast to coast. Now here's a highlight from Coast to Coast AM on iHeartRadio. Merle, how did you get interested in the paranormal end of this? Well, my father was a pilot, and uh, he had the glider port at Lake Elsinore, south of Los Angeles, if you know where that is, in the 50s. And he taught me to fly a Piper Cub when I was only 14, and I later soloed in a Schweitzer 126 glider. So I was always interested in aviation, and I can remember asking my dad if he thought, you know, there was life out there in space. And he said, oh, yeah, there has to be. (laughs) And then as a young guy, uh, not even barely a teenager just then, I started reading every book I could find on UFOs, and uh, I read Project Blue Book, and I was always looking the, the skies, you know, trying to see a UFO, but I never did, and I've been interested in it all these years. Has that influenced your music, the the um, belief in the interest in UFOs? Well, It really didn't that I know of, George, up until 1974. I had moved from Woodland Hills, a suburb of L.A., where I had been living in the music business since 1968, and I found this book called The Lost Continent of Moo by Colonel James Churchward. And uh, I ended up calling the band that we had at the time, Moo, and we had a couple of albums out. And uh, in 1973, we told our record label and our promoters and agents we were moving to Hawaii because Hawaii uh, was supposedly the mountain peaks of the lost continent of Moo. And so we packed up our instruments and everything, and flew off to Maui and rented a house on Maui. And we decided to go up to the top of Haleakala Crater and watch the sunset. It was a popular thing to do, and they have an observatory up there. And so we went up, and we were standing there on the top of the crater, and quite a few tourists were there. And there was an older gentleman that was in the Navy in the Second World War standing next to me. And the sun went down, and we were looking at all of the stars. And all of a sudden, this blue pulsating light came over the crater, and it didn't make a sound. And the guy standing next to me said, man, he said, I was in the Navy And he said, I never saw anything like this, and it's not making any sound, so it can't be a helicopter. And right as he said that, 
two other lights came out of it and went up on each side, and they started shining a beam from one to the next that formed a tetrahedron, an inverted pyramid. And we were all just spellbound. And this thing must have lasted for about four minutes, and then all of the the little lights went back into the big one, and it shot straight up. Wow. And disappeared. And I went, okay, I've finally seen a UFO. It took all of this time. And then we drove down, back down the mountain to our house in Haiku, Maui. And I immediately turned on the reel-to-reel tape recorder that I had. I remember those. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And I picked up my guitar and... The song just came out, and I recorded it, wrote the lyrics and the chords down. And that is the first song that I can honestly say I was inspired by what I saw to write that song. And I've written several songs since that, uh, uh, you know, I feel have been inspired by UFOs or something. I can't really say actually that they're transmitting it to me like some people do, mm-hmm. but uh, it's it comes from somewhere and it comes so fast and you got to get it down real quick. And I once met John Lennon in the 70s. Oh, did you? How cool. At my friend Harry Nilsson's house in Hollywood at a party. And I got to talk to him for about 15 minutes, George. Nice guy? Uh, Yes. And Harry put me on the spot. I'd just flown over from Maui, and he said, this is my friend Merle, and he's going to play a song for us, and I'd never gotten nervous in my life. And when I saw John sitting there, my lips started twitching. <laughs> so I played this song I wrote called On Our Way to Hana, and it was talking about seeing two silver saucers while driving this beautiful road out in the jungle with cascading waterfalls on one side and the ocean on the other. And as soon as I finished the song, John said, that is very interesting. What inspired that? And then the ice was kind of broken, and we took a break, and I got to talk to him for about 15 minutes, and he brought up the fact that he said, isn't songwriting odd? You don't know where the inspiration is going to come from, and you've got to get it down real quick some way either record it or write it down that's right or it'll go away which is very true and it was interesting he called it automatic writing he was ahead of his time yeah and so songs that i'd written before i had that ufo sighting uh, a lot of songs i had written that way and i always found the best songs came out. You hear it all in your head, the music, and if it's lyrics, you hear the lyrics, and then you got to figure out how to play it on the guitar or piano and, you know, transcribe it somehow, or something can, 
you know, uh, you can uh, the radio could come on or mm-hmm. something, and it would like be erased from your mind. And so those songs that I wrote before that, as I started out in instrumental surf, they were inspired. I felt by the ocean and different things. Something always inspired them. But that one song, "Calling from a Star," which is on this new eclectia album i really feel was inspired by a ufo how many people realize when they listen to your music that it was inspired by these paranormal events oh uh, so many george when i was on uh coast to coast i think it was 2013 with john b well that's right that's about six going on almost six years ago jeez yeah I got 860 emails after that, and they were all about people asking me about UFOs and sightings and telling me about their sightings, and a lot of them were musicians. And, uh, you know, they they get the vibe. They, they know there's something going on. Listen to more Coast to Coast AM every weeknight at 1 a.m. Eastern and go to coasttocoastam.com for more.